I'm Brian Lee, one of the content creators for the South Central Telehealth Resource Center. Welcome to Telehealth Talk. In today's episode, we bring you a special presentation, Resources for Advancing Telehealth, from Natasha Manzanero. Natasha serves as the HRSA Public Health Analyst in the Federal Office of Rural Technology, as well as the Program Coordinator for the Telehealth Resource Center Program. And she's the Rural Health IT Policy Lead. So, if you're in need of resources to advance or start your telehealth program, you're in the right place. Stay with us. Thank you so much, Matt, and thank you everyone for being at our session today. Um, I'm going to go over some of HRSA's resources for advancing telehealth. Um, so just a little bit of background about the Federal Office of Rural Health Policy. Um, these are the divisions located in our office, the community-based division which focuses on community-based programs, one of the newly funded programs being the Rural Health Care Outreach Program and the Rural Health Opioid Program. We also have our Policy and Research Division which focuses on rural health research and policy. Um, we have what's called the Rural Health Research Gateway which provides a ton of information on rural health research. Um, then we have our Hospital State Division, which provides uh, funding for critical access hospitals and rural health clinics, and also our state offices of rural health located in all 50 states. Um, and then finally, we have the Office for Advancement of Telehealth, which I will go in more detail in the following slides. Uh, so the mission of our office is to promote the use of telehealth technologies for healthcare delivery, education, and healthcare information services. Um, our definition is located here, and our activities include administering nine grant programs, coordinating and collaborating uh, of telehealth activities, and monitoring telehealth policy. Uh, so this is a list of our programs. Our FY 2017 budget is $18.3 million. Um, we have our telehealth network grant programs. Uh, currently we have 21 of those across the country. And then we have our evidence-based telehealth network grant program. We currently have six grantees under that program, which ends at the end of this year. Uh, then we have our Rural Child Poverty Network grant program that also ends funding at the end of this year. One of our newly funded programs that I just mentioned is our Substance Abuse Treatment Network grant program, and we have three grantees under that program. Um, our Rural Veterans Health Access Program, which provides um, telehealth access to uh, veterans um, across three grant programs. Um, then we have the Telehealth Resource Centers, which uh, we newly funded as cooperative agreements. So we have 14, and I'll provide more information on that on the map slide that I'll have um, up in a few minutes. Um, then we have our Licensure Portability Grant Program, our telehealth-focused Rural Health Research Center based out of the University of Iowa, and then we have newly funded telehealth centers of excellence. And I want to put a plug in for the centers of excellence. We actually have two of those, uh, one out of the University of Mississippi, the other out of the University of South Carolina. And they both have sessions tomorrow. Um, and if you, if you do a search in the HIMSS app for telehealth, you should be able to see um, their presentations uh, tomorrow. Um, so the, uh, the way that we uh, define telehealth in the office is the use of electronic information and telecommunications technology to support and promote long distance clinical health care, patient and professional health related education, public health and health administration. Um, so the, some of the technologies here include the internet, of course, uh, the utilization of broadband, video conferencing, storage forward, streaming media and wireless communications. 
Um, some of the telehealth modalities that we are currently using is synchronous interactive audiovisual, which is live two-way video, um, asynchronous stored forward to store and forward um, digital images, remote patient monitoring through um, medical devices, uh, mobile health, and robotics. And robotics is kind of a new field. Um, I, I think that there are some sessions here at HIMSS where they have robots to, to promote uh, these types of technologies, so I encourage you to take a look at those. Uh, so now I want to kind of go really in depth on the Telehealth Resource Center. So I am currently the program coordinator for all 14 Telehealth Resource Center cooperative agreements. We have two national, and one focuses on policy, and they're located in California. The other focuses on technology, and they are located in Alaska. We actually have our representatives here today um, at HIMSS. Uh, they have come in full force. Uh, about 80% of the TRCs are here, and you can find them at the Interoperability Showcase. Uh, they have um, showcase running every 45 minutes, or at the every 45 of the hour. So I encourage you all to go to booth 11955 to the Interoperability Showcase to check out and see the new technologies that they have to showcase for you. Um, and then the 12 um, other telehealth resource centers, they're the, the regional telehealth resource centers, provide that direct technical assistance to folks I'm going to repeat that. They provide free direct technical assistance for telehealth, for implementing the use of telehealth, not just for rural and underserved providers, but for pretty much anyone. I can call and get an answer. You can call and get an answer. So I really do encourage you all to take a look at that um, website and, take, and um, give them a call to um, answer any of the questions you have. Um, some of the key telehealth policy issues that we are focused on um, at the department level and in the Federal Office of Mental Health Policy all focus on these three buckets. So the first is payment, of course, Medicare, um, reimbursement for telehealth, Medicaid, and private payers. Um, we keep on top of all those policy issues through our Center for Connected Health Policy. Um, then licensure, so cross-state or international practices, um, compact versus expedited uh, licensing and FSMB and other licensing boards. So these top two buckets, um, we rely heavily on our constituents um, at the ATA and also at the Center for Connected Health Policy. Um, and then, of course, broadband capacity. So we actually work with the FCC um, in their rural health care program called USAC um, to provide information on funding for broadband. Some of the TRCs are savvy in this area and can help provide assistance on how to understand kind of the forms for applying for USAC rural healthcare broadband funding. Um, I wanted to get a raise of show of hands on who is aware of the FCC's USAC rural healthcare broadband funding. Okay, so just the TRCs. This half, this same exact thing happened in a previous presentation that we had last week where not everyone knew about the FCC's rural health care broadband funding. So if you have questions on that, I really do encourage you to come speak to me or any of the TRCs um, to learn more about that program. Um, and um, some of the, the broadband challenges, of course, that you probably are aware of in rural are gaps in access to high-speed and affordable broadband. Broadband prices can be three times higher in rural than urban areas. Um, and of course, the Universal Service Fund, um, the USAC funding that I mentioned, is um, there to eliminate some of the cost and gaps of broadband capacity. 
Um, so this data we're very excited to share. I know Matt Quinn provided some information earlier, um, but this is from our FQHC, Federally Qualified Health Center, utilization of telehealth. So they have to report every year on what's called the Uniform Data Set, the UDS, and for the first time for 2016, they had measures on who is using telehealth. And so they, there was a yes or no, yes we're using it, no we're not using it. So out of the 1,357 FQHCs, 523 or 30% said yes, and 844 or 61% said no. So we obviously have some ways to go on implementing these technologies. 50% um, have actually used them for um, providing mental health services, so that is the highest utilization. Um, and then we have um, utilization for primary care, specialty care, uh, chronic care, oral health, and other. So this data right here is actually available um, currently on um, the, the HRSA website. Uh, we have our HRSA data warehouse that provides information on all the UDS uh, measures available to the public. So I would encourage you all uh, to take a look at that data. Uh, and then I wanted to mention our FedTel telehealth partnership. So we in the federal government do collaborate. We do talk to each other. We do play together. And um, as you can see here in the federal health IT pavilion, we, we try to encourage collaboration across all the agencies. So something that we have developed um, is the FedTel Telehealth Partnership. And we have a shared website with six subcommittees that include short-term and long-term goals. Um, and it includes 26 agencies and departments, including NASA, um, Department of Justice, Bureau of Prisons. Um, just federal agencies that you wouldn't think would be a part of this are a part of this. Um, we also have very heavy um, participation from the DOD and the VA. So we're very excited about um, the, the, the partnerships that we have um, developed as, as a result of this. And, um, you have to be a, a Fed to be on this uh, work group, so you have to have a .gov or a .mil website or email address. Um, so if you are interested in being part of that work group and you are a federal employee, please let me know. Um, then I wanted to mention our federal telehealth compendium. So uh, last year we worked with the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT to develop uh, what's called the Federal Health IT Compendium. So it is literally a compendium that includes all of the telehealth work being done across not just HHS, but all federal agencies. So if you Google Federal Telehealth Compendium, you can find it. It'll be the first um, link that comes up, and you can see exactly what is currently the work that's being done um, for telehealth across the federal government. Um, and then finally, I wanted to mention the NQF Telehealth Measure Development Framework. Um, they conducted a multi-stakeholder -stake review of existing and potential uh, telehealth metrics, leading to the identification of measurement gaps and the development of a measure framework um, and set of guiding principles for future telehealth measurement and the possible need of telehealth measure development. So this provides um, uh, some insight and information for uh, the future for uh, telehealth measure development. And um, a few of the uh, folks on the, the multi-stakeholder committee are here. I know Jason Goldwater from NQF um, did a presentation yesterday. So I would also Google this document. Uh, you can look it up using NQF Telehealth Measure Development Framework just to find um, what the key findings were from this uh, multi-stakeholder community.
As always, let's keep the conversation going. You can find and follow us on Twitter at Learn Telehealth, on Facebook, the same name, Learn Telehealth. And while you're there, please leave a like and follow the page. If you're not a fan of social media, you can always leave us an email at info at learntelehealth.org. Please visit our website, learntelehealth.org, for tools, tips, and resources to help you on your telehealth journey. That's learntelehealth.org.